It happens to us all. Someone doesn't treat us fairly. Our opinion is disregarded, or we feel that our contribution, maybe at work or even home, is undervalued. Slowly or in some cases, instantly, we become angry, maybe even incensed. How dare they, we think to ourselves. The problem is that there are a ton of reasons to feel triggered and angry in the world today. I don't need to tell you how much anger is in our news or in our politics or in our workplaces, in our communities, and maybe even in our families. And then we become angry too. But when all of us are in a triggered state and feel angry, how can we do the work that we need to do? How can we make the positive changes in our own lives that we need to? And how do we make the positive changes in the world that are so desperately needed when we're all in that triggered state of anger? That's why I decided in this episode today that I'd share a way to transform anger rather than react with it. It's a simple, easy, and memorable tool that you can use to turn around conflict, mediate your disagreements, and restore peace and civility, friendship, even love back into relationships in an instant. It's an emotionally intelligent behavior that differentiates the evolved self-aware individuals and leaders from others. And when you use this tool and some additional strategies, you're going to have what it takes to shift your impossibly adversarial relationships into friendships, along with the inner peace you want and deserve. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. Hey there, friends. Before I begin with today's episode, I want to tell you that in August, I'm stepping away to travel a bit with my family and to restore. I will therefore not be recording podcasts, episodes for the Playing Full Out podcast in the month of August, as this is the time that I take to reset and recalibrate. And I encourage you to have those times scheduled into your months, weeks, years, however it is that you need to do exactly the same. What I do want you to know is that I will still share my monthly journal with you. These are these personal thoughts and ruminations, things that are going on in my mind so that you get to know what's happening in my world and in my thought process. They're going to continue to be delivered straight to your inbox. If you're not signed up to receive those, this is also the place where the playing full out notification of the episodes being dropped is sent directly to your inbox. And in those emails, I often share things that I don't share in the podcasts. So I encourage you to make sure that you're signed up for those, simply going to readahighland.com, put your name in, your email in. Along with that, you'll get a, a gift dropped into your inbox from me. Right now, let's begin with our 101st episode. One of the things that you might not know that I do in my work is to help resolve conflict in relationships. In fact, it's a lot of what I do, whether it's implicitly or explicitly. And when it's explicit, I might be hired to resolve conflict between a manager and an employee. Sometimes it's between partners at a firm. 
A lot of times it's between spouses in a marriage. Sometimes it's between departments, like between engineering and marketing heads. I was once hired to resolve a three-year adversarial relationship between siblings who vowed that they'd never talk to each other again. In most cases, the hurt, the judgment, the blame, the anger is really, really high. And in the case of, for example, of those siblings who hadn't spoken in three years, the CEO had hired me for this task, thought it was impossible because both individuals harbored so much resentment towards each other that she didn't believe there's any way that their anger could be dispelled. Anger is all around us these days. It's in our news, it's in our politics, it's in our workplaces. Heck, it's on our highways, right? I mean, how many times have you seen out of control road rage, whether it's very much in the present or on the news places? A client just a couple of weeks ago was cut off on the highway and he told me he became so angry that he tripped himself into a full-fledged panic attack. And it was something he said had never happened before. And it, he acknowledged that too often he gets angry as his default reaction. Why does this happen? Why do, is there so much anger? Our anger is a form of protection when we feel threatened. And our body is actually doing very much what it is inherently called to do. It triggers our sympathetic nervous system to fight or flee or freeze in order to save us as it thinks that we are under siege. Which one of these we choose, these coping mechanisms, either fight, flee, or freeze, is based on which one of these worked for us when we were likely at a younger point in our life. We do those things that work for us, right? So then what happens is it starts to become an automatic response, a reaction when we get angry. The problem is when we react with anger and blame and indignation, we either end up destroying our relationships and opportunities, or we severely impede them from growing. Anger and the lack of ease or dis-ease that accompanies it on a physiological level also comes with the cost to our health in the form of high blood pressure and heart attacks and anxiety, just to name a couple. So how can you become better at navigating the pitfalls of being triggered by your anger and reacting to it? One of the things that has always served and is the beginning of turning around even the most difficult of relationships is to begin with curiosity. That is to be curious, not furious. When you're feeling hurt, Instead of throwing anger and blame, try to slow down your reaction and be curious. I wonder why he's driving so fast. I wonder what else she was thinking about when she made that decision. Ask questions. Seek to find out something that you didn't know. You can say that directly. Tell me something I might not know about this situation or about you. I'm curious why you think that. How did that occur? How does that occur? What am I missing? What am I not seeing adequately? What may I not be considering? These are all the types of questions. What else do I need to know here? And listen carefully to what is being stated. Actively listen to another person when you're angry. The reason to be curious over furious is because when you start to make assumptions, maybe that someone doesn't like you or that you are being devalued or that someone's dismissing you or that another person is an idiot, 
or that their intentions are bad, your own preconceived notions about how they are reacting to you, they are actually, in fact, influencing how those people react. You're actually, what I'm saying, more in control of the responses that you're getting. If you think about things differently, nine times out of 10, you are going to get different responses and reactions and results. What do I mean by that? Let's take an easy one. You're angry at work because you were overlooked at some point for a promotion. Maybe you're angry at them because they don't see your value or they're undervaluing your work or you feel discriminated even against. When you feel angry and you are looking at them with anger and you're projecting your anger on them, which very much can be viscerally felt because we're all energy and that's energy is being felt and sensations are being thrown all the time. You are eliciting the equal and opposite response to that. Be aware that your anger is getting you more of what you don't want. Here's what I've learned is that we tend to judge ourselves by our intentions And we judge others by the effects of their actions on us. And we make their intentions negative and ours open-minded, open-hearted. So we have a very biased view of how we judge ourselves and how we judge others. If we break this down a little bit more, we, again, we judge ourselves by our own intentions, that we are always have the best of them. And that the other person must necessarily have poor intentions and that if they did that behaved in that way or that performance hurt us in this way, then we have negativity towards them. And we maybe, and then we oftentimes conjure up anger. The biggest problem here is that we never verify our assumptions. We prefer to think that we're right. We know the way they are thinking and their intentions. We just know we are, you know, omniscient omnipresent. We know everything. If you want to evolve as an individual and become a better leader or be a better mediator or a better peacemaker, never, ever assume. Never, ever assume. And if you're going to assume, here's my second tool after be curious, not furious. The second one is to assume positive intention. Assume positive intention, especially until you know otherwise. Give the opportunity for someone to be heard, for their intentions and them to be seen accurately, as opposed to what your primal, angry, protective, threatened brain is conjuring up in a moment that it feels that it's under siege. My third tool to become a more evolved, self-aware leader, but also most importantly, a better mediator, a better peacemaker, is to choose to connect. Share something about you that someone else may not know, specifically the other person that is that you're angry with. Show your humanity. Be emotionally honest. Maybe you're feeling something that someone else can't tell. People don't like those who look like they have no humility or humanity. So get honest about who you are. This is another excellent means to resolving conflict that you can use. Because what happens in the law of reciprocity is that what we give, someone else wants to respond in kind, right? So if you are choosing to connect, if you are choosing to be human and be emotionally honest, it's likely in the law of reciprocity, in the law of actually like energetic connection, 
you are going to get that same thing back. These are ways that you have more power over creating peace than maybe you've previously recognized or owned. Like I said before, you are actually more in control of these responses that you're eliciting. Think about things differently and you're likely to get different responses. What I'm saying is that you can be passionate and defend your position down to the death. But the wisest, they know when to end the attack and the anger and to be curious and even go so far as to appreciate and respect others' positions, seeing the humanity in them, giving them compassion and empathy. Be certain to discern when you're angry, whether you're spending your energy wisely or getting caught in an exhausting spiral of resisting just for the sake of being angry. Let's review the three ways to use anger in a more positive way. The first is to be curious, not furious. The second is to assume positive intention. And the third is to choose to connect. Some of the best advice for living an open-hearted and open-minded life and becoming a peacemaker and a master of conflict resolution is to remember a quote from Socrates. That is that true knowledge exists and knowing that you know nothing. If you operate from this, you'll find yourself in a state of always being curious. You'll drop the assumptions that are evoking the behaviors that often are eliciting exactly what you don't want from others. You'll ask questions. You'll have more compassion. You'll naturally engage and connect with others and show to your own humanity. Anger is not a bad emotion. It's a messenger that it is absolutely needed at times to keep us safe and alive. Too often, we believe that there are things that are threatening our existence that really are not. Maybe they're threatening our ego. They're threatening our our lifestyle. They're, They're threatening our reputation as we see it. Anger is there to indicate that we might need a boundary or that we might need to change course. But if you find that anger is preventing a deal from going through or a team's best production or you getting promoted or a relationship with your child, start to repeat to yourself the mantra, be curious versus furious. And when you do this, it will change your results each and every single time. And it will improve your status as a leader, as a parent, as a spouse and a friend. Go forth, be curious over furious. I'll be back in a month with our next episode. Until then, enjoy your August. Enjoy your summer. There are a lot of really good things going on in the world. Be sure that you catch them happening. This is Rita Highland. Peace to you. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to Breakthrough at RitaHighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast.